1: God bless. Welcome. Thank you for listening to On Fire Agape Radio. My name is Brian Bettsworth, and I'm the Director of Public Relations for On Fire Agape Ministries. And with me tonight is our good friend, Reverend Dr. Samuel Dungu, the Executive Director of On Fire Agape Ministries. How are you tonight, Reverend Dr. Sam? I'm doing well, and I hope you listeners are doing well. We are excited once again to be with you, uh, to uh,
0: witness about uh, what God has done in our lives. At the same time, to share the gospel of Christ uh, with you, because this is the most important thing that anyone can do on this world. It's a privilege to share the gospel,
1: and I hope you'll be touched as we are touched by the love of God. Thank you, yes, we're we're feeling very good tonight. We're nice and comfortable we're We're broadcasting live tonight from Evangelical Theological Seminary in Myerstown, Pennsylvania. It's a school that's near and dear to our hearts. Uh, Dr. Samuel and i are are both alumni here. I just graduated from this seminary in May with an m a r degree and and Dr. Samuel did his master's degree work here as well, so We just feel really blessed to be broadcasting from such a great place and be part of the the Christian community here. Well, tonight, our program is titled Touching Our Brothers Across the Sea. And what we want to do is talk once again about a school that we mentioned, a place that uh, was visited by our mission team uh, back in January. And we've talked about it before. It's a little mud school building that is overcrowded with kids who don't have clean water and not enough food, no books or or good desks. And uh, we talked about it, like I said in a previous program. And we have some good plans now to get going on helping this school. In fact, On Fire Agape Ministries has received an official request now for aid from the Kayaba School that we visited on that last mission trip. So we'd like to ask you please to listen and and check your hearts. Help us reach out to our young brothers and sisters in need over there in Kenya. In just a moment we'll be uh, talking a little bit more about that. I would like to invite you to visit our website. Go to www.onfireagapeministries.com. Dot org. On, Fire Ministries, on Fire Agape Ministries.org You can write to us also at OnFireAgape at Minister.com That's our email. <laughs> so, um, once again, as I said, we, we received an official request for aid from the school. Uh, we'd like to tell you a little bit about that. Uh, Dr. Samuel... Uh, What what do you understand it is that they're asking for? May I say, first of all, that
0: during the last program, we thought that was the last program, because we were focusing on what we saw without having talked to anybody. Uh, We had gone there uh, a little bit late after five o'clock, and uh, the school had just left for the day, but we wanted to see the school, and when we got there, that's when we were shocked to see the kind of school that it was. And uh, we had a tour by ourselves and uh, that's when we saw that they did not have clean drinking water, that they tried to harvest rainwater water with uh, uh, corrugated iron sheets that were rusted into a tank that was also rusted and we opened the tap and we saw the water was colored black and this was uh, uh, the, the water that the kids the kids drank, so we thought their diagnostic need was uh, a borehole or water. But after hearing from the principal, after hearing this official request for help, that's when we realized that there is more. We had barely scratched the service uh, of the need that is there. Uh, most of the kids uh, uh, came from uh, surrounding areas, and these are the kids who are affected by the political uh, uh, fracas that uh, affected Kenya uh, a few years ago, and these are the kids whose parents uh, were killed, and because they didn't have anywhere to go, they are coming into this school in in droves, even even as the school doesn't have the facilities, and this was explained in, in the letter. That they need good buildings because uh, the kids uh, uh, get sick due to the hot weather because of the dust. Uh, as, as we said last time, that uh, the, the 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 school does not have uh, a, a good floor. It's, it's that floor. Uh, they don't have desks. Uh, the, the desks that they have are broken benches that are worse the, that, than the ones that you fight in the past. Uh, the school is made of mud walls as, as we said, and this dust during the hot season in Africa is quite hot in, uh, along the Rift Valley where the school is located is very hot and when this dust is blown up, uh, they breathe in this dust and they get sick during the hot weather in the in the rainy season, the cold weather, the school f- uh, floods and the, the kids are, are so cold uh, that they they don't. Uh, attend school very well so they need classes at the same time they added that most of the kids come to school empty stomach so they are hungry so they would like a feeding program uh, and uh, so there is so much need it's not just what we saw and that's why we felt that we needed we needed to do another program
1: right and so basically the the needs are for clean drinking water, uh, food, the two most basic needs for life. Of course, they are also requesting now a new building because of the old mud structure that's right now is, is barely usable and and practically falling down and very unhealthy. So they're requesting a, a new school building and also... And also they're asking for uh, things to put inside the building like new desks and and books and curriculum. We were hoping also to uh, eventually work with other groups to uh, provide some kind of medical clinic there as well. So this could really prove to be just a great blessing of a project as, as we proceed Basically, we're looking at this uh, in four different phases. First, we want to provide the most basic needs—the water that the kids need to drink without that won't make them sick—and and food, some kind of of lunch, daily lunch program that so they can come to school and get at least one good meal per day, and then they'll be able to concentrate on on what it is they're there to learn. Um, after that, uh, we will be working on plans for, for a new structure of some kind, and which hopefully will in, include a chapel, and then, of course, uh, again, the curriculum and everything else that a school could use. So that's that's the way we're looking at it right now. But first, we're going to help them with the most basic needs.
0: Yes, and we are not trying to do this as something social. This is according to the Bible. This is a biblical, and we can find it uh, in the scripture that when you see a brother in need, you as a Christian are supposed to reach out. In fact, if we read the book of James, there is some strong statement that... Uh, is taught in the scripture, and this is the time we look at it so that we can tie what we are doing with the scriptures, because our main aim is uh, to preach the gospel, and when we go there and see this need, we realize we cannot leave them alone. So could you write the scripture and, and show that this is according to the scripture, the book of James, James 2, uh, 14 to 17.
1: Okay, James 2. beginning with verse 14. What good is it, my brothers, if a man claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save him? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to him, Go, I wish you well, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about his physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. Yes. And, you know, we have an
0: example to follow. Jesus, who was God, when he came into this world, he showed us how we should treat our brothers. When they were in need, he met that need. In fact, he, uh, when they needed food, he fed them. When they were hungry, he fed them. When they needed leadership, he led them. And we are going to see in the scripture examples of just that, when Jesus uh, fed those who were hungry. So we are going to turn to Matthew um, 28. Uh, We are going to turn uh, to Mark 34. Mark 6?
1: 34, yes. Okay, the book of Mark. Six patterns from that that four. Through
0: 44. Okay, verse
1: 34. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. By this time it was late in the day, so his disciples came to him. This is a remote place, they said, and it's already very late. Send the people away so they can go to the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. But he answered, You give them something to eat. They said to him, That would take eight months of a man's wages. Are we to go and spend that much on bread and give it to them to eat? How many loaves do you have, he asked. Go and see. When they found out, they said, Five and two fish. Then Jesus directed them to have all the people sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups of hundreds and fifties, taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven. He gave thanks and broke the loaves. And he gave them to his disciples and set be, to set before the people. He also divided the two fish among them all. They all ate and were satisfied, and the disciples picked up the twelve picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces of bread and fish. The number of the men who had eaten was five thousand and not to mention the women and children. yes, you can see that it's according to the scripture,
0: Jesus saw people in need and he met the need he so when they were hungry and he fed them. So even us, when we go to school like Kayaba and we are preaching the gospel, we are supposed to remember what Jesus did and we we are truly his disciples and we have the means to do so. We are supposed to help them. So we are asking you as a Christian to partner with us as we reach out these brothers who are hungry If they need a feeding program, let's trust that you are going to help us feed them. Now, Jesus also led um, his disciples when they needed leadership. For example, this was a time when they would have perished without Jesus' leadership. It was in the middle of the sea when he comes a storm, and uh, he had been sleeping, and his disciples knew, without Jesus' leadership, they were going to to perish. So we are going to lead uh, when Jesus comes. The the storm, and that is in
1: Matthew. Uh, okay, can you can you? Yes, read? Matthew eight, Matthew chapter eight, beginning with verse twenty three. When he got into the boat and his disciples followed him, without warning, a furious storm came up on the lake so that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Lord, save us, we're going to drown. He replied, You of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. Yes. So Jesus led them and he
0: saved them when they were about to perish. But they asked the question, what kind of a man is this? So although Jesus was doing these wonderful things and leading his disciples and Feeding the hungry, he was also making the statement. And that statement, for those who had known the scriptures in the Old Testament, they would not have been surprised because he was saying, I'm God of the Old Testament. His miracles, actually, most of them, was a repeat of what God of the Old Testament. Well, he was leading the children of Israel from uh, egypt uh, to the promised land. He performs several miracles, and one of the miracles is that he was able to to control the natural element we, in the last program, we saw how he parted the water of the Red Sea, and the children of Israel walked on it as if it was on dry, uh, on dry ground and when the Pharaoh's army tried to follow them he, the waters came back and drowned them and they witnessed that as a mighty action how they were uh, saved by the Lord himself because he was God now here he saves his disciples because like the Israelites we are on the journey to the promised land so they should not have been surprised and also When he fed them in the desert, this is similar to what he did. If you look at the book of Exodus, after they crossed the Red Sea and they were in the desert, they were hungry, and they started thinking that they were going to starve to death. But God himself uh, brought manna from heaven, and he fed them. So Jesus himself was the same God of the Old Testament, and we are like the children of israel in a journey to the promised land um so sisters and brothers let's follow the steps of jesus christ knowing that he is with us just as he was with his disciples just as he was with the israelites
1: amen yes we are we are to walk in the steps of jesus and and ask God to make us more like Him. And we're here to come up with a way to to bless these boys and girls over over near Nakuru, Kenya. We we just uh, have been talking with a a local and other charitable organization. In fact, a, a local business and social networking group that um, is expressing interest in. And helping us raise some money to help these uh, children. Again, first fo- toward uh, getting them water, uh, hopefully a well. Hopefully we'll be able to drill a well. It's much more expensive in, to drill a well in Kenya than it, it is in many other countries, say in Central or South America or something. So that that's um, going to take a, a miracle and an act of God to help us get there. But uh, and we're also talking with uh, a couple local churches that um, are really expressing some interest in in helping too, and we would like to ask you please to help send some aid for these these children in uh, at the Kayaba school in the Rift Valley of Kenya. You can donate to us by by writing to. On Fire Agape Ministries, Incorporated, P.O. Box 411, Myerstown, Pennsylvania, 17067. Or you can visit our website and there is a donate button that you can click on and, and send us some money using PayPal as well. Again our website is www.onfireagapeministries.org our email is onfireagape@minister.com and our phone number is area code 717 644 7852 so help us bless them and and may God bless you and as a christian consider it a
0: privilege to touch life and to walk the step that Jesus showed us we should walk uh, as we touch lives there at uh, another country which is in need. And if you are not a Christian and you have been touched by this message, we invite you to accept Jesus into your heart. And when you do, you are going to feel the joy that surpasses all understanding and you are going to understand why it's so important to touch other people's lives because God will use you as an instrument and he will bless you uh, by knowing him because there's no, no other more important thing in this world than knowing Jesus Christ. So if you have been touched with this message, please say this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I repent my sin I invite you to come and dwell in my heart and lead me from now on. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: And the scripture that describes the process of accepting Jesus into your heart and being born again, at least one of them is in Romans. The book of Romans, chapter 10, uh, verses 9 and 10, say that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you you confess and are saved. As the scripture says, anyone who trusts in him will never be put to shame.
0: Amen. 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 Amen to that. So
1: thank you very much, listeners, uh,
0: for listening with us. And I ask you to invite more people to listen so that we can be blessed together and partner with each other. At the same time, you can spread the gospel to the people who may be lost without hearing this gospel of Jesus
1: Christ. Thank you very much for listening tonight. My name is Brian Bettsworth. And for Reverend Dr. Samuel Dungu, good night and God bless.
0: God bless. We'll meet again. Amen.